Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. I think Kevin Stefanski brings a calmness and a boringness yeah. to the Browns, which is a very good thing. It you is would, for them. Yes, would, it is. I mean, you would agree with that, Absolutely. Right? Once again, I'm inventing words. You are boringness. Or boredom. Yeah. But boredom. boringness, you, you, you get the gist. I got the gist of it. Gordon uh, Gecko gave us greed is good. Chris Spielman gives us boringness is good. Yes. I could have done uh, with a little boringness last night on the presidential debate. We may touch on that here on the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast as the day continues. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday, September 30th edition. September's gone. The month is fast. gone. Yeah. I'll say. Boy, really fast. And uh, at least before October's gone, we'll have Buckeye football, but it still seems like... An eternity to me. Oh, my goodness. Very frustrating. Yeah. And I was on um, a couple of radio shows the past few days, uh-huh. just around from being on the NFL, and everybody always asked me about Ohio State. Ohio State is such a strong brand for college football. It sure is. And my point was, it's very frustrating when you see the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12 play, and the Big 10 not playing. And I get everybody was trying to do the best that they can. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. And But I think the whole frustrating part was any lack of unity or coming together and figuring out, okay, why are you guys playing? What information do you have? Mm-hmm. Here's why we're not playing. And it, it, it's frustrating. I, I also believe that everybody understands, and we'll touch on this because I talked to Rick yesterday with the Vikings and yeah. Titans and what's going on. Um, by the, those that are just listening, um, my brother Rick is the GM of the Minnesota Vikings, and they had an interesting day yesterday. It's just, um, for me, I mean, I'm glad they're going to play, and I think once the Big Ten gets back to normal, for you and I and people that follow Ohio State football, that's another thing in our life that is moving toward normal. It's not for everybody, right? but for us, yeah. it's another thing in our life that signals some type of normalcy. Uh, so I'm excited for it. I think that uh, it it's kind of recharges everybody during the middle of the season and uh, makes us to see the product out on the field because everybody thinks they're going to be really, really good. Well, I think they're going to be really, really good. And, and I think time it's will good, tell. not just for us, but it's good for players, and particularly a player like Chris Olave, who was uh, available to the media yesterday for the first time. And here's a kid who uh, did what he did all year to catch 12 touchdown passes. He trusted his instincts to react to a play based upon what he saw Justin Fields doing in the playoff game against Clemson. He broke off his route. Fields was, in fact, not scrambling through the ball to where Olave was supposed to be. It results yeah. in a game-ending interception, and Chris Olave has to live with that. He doesn't get to go out on the field and work it out and, and exorcise it from his yeah. mind and everything in the spring. The summer goes on and on. The season gets postponed. And he was just talking yesterday about how he just wants to get out on the field and do something, so that's not the last thing he did. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that goes for a lot of people. I mean, I, I've had that. I, I remember doing a Browns, my first, when I started working for Fox, my first Browns game. I mm-hmm. mean, I remember walking out on the field, maybe remember you. This I space, do remember you talking this, about uh, this. post, and I went out and and kind of tried to bury that demon of, yeah, like, that was the last time I played a game of football. Injured you know? in the preseason. Yeah, game, yeah. against the Chicago Bears. So I, I get that part of it. And just uh, some optimism. I was talking to um, a scout in Cleveland, actually, and I confirmed it when talked to uh, Rick and a couple other people. Ohio State just has so many potential NFL guys. I mean, it, like when you go into Ohio State as a scout, you better be prepared and pack a lunch because you're going to be there for a while. I know. I mean, you better have an extra you, notebook you with have, you. <laughs> you have so many guys to write up. It's just amazing. Um, the amount of people there's uh, uh, give me the Josh uh, what's the center's name Josh Myers Josh Myers is a guy that yeah. I think is standing out for a lot they of people love him you love Wyatt Davis right next to him you love Harry Miller next yeah. to Josh on the other side you know the other offensive lineman uh, they got a battle it? a tackle between like you know, five Paris Johnson, Nicholas Petit Frere. Yeah. You got all these guys. Wow, look at you. They're loaded, dropping. loaded at wide receiver. It's like, you know, you you go to look at – I can picture a scout. Well, I'm going to go look at Olave because he's probably coming out in the draft. Wow, there's a – who's that? Garrett Wilson? Oh, he's a sophomore. i got to keep my eye on him for next year. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, Julian Fleming and Mookie Cooper. And uh, uh, holy cow, look at these freshman wide yeah. receivers. I mean, everywhere you look, right? 
And that's why they are who they are and what they are. It's just the AP poll right now. You got half the guys. The AP should have given the poll voters direction. Either vote people who are going to be playing but aren't playing now, or don't vote them until they play. But you got half the poll voting Ohio State, you know, where they think Ohio State's going to be, and you got half the poll not voting them because they're not playing. And I fully understand both views. I just don't understand how Ohio State can be 16th on one one ballot, not on 11 ballots, and then as high as number one on four ballots. Does anybody actually look at AP and Hood? Does anybody even care? Um, It's You know, it's all prestige. I think they're living off their... Uh, history, some. It's just like a way. A lot of the press nowadays. Yeah, that's for sure. History. Amen to that. Big announcement today. Big announcement today. Uh, we'll do that in about 10 minutes. A little career news, which I'm very excited about. And I'm going to have uh, some career advice for you. Okay. Then Excellent. I'm going to put it on the record. Great. I'll always take that. Well, I'll always you take don't that. always utilize my I, advice, but I, you do I, take lately it. Lately, <laughs> I'm doing a better job, I think, of uh, utilizing Somewhat. Yeah. Uh, so the official opener for Ohio State, October 24th, and it will be noon against Nebraska. It's a big noon kickoff mm-hmm. game, which Fox would have been stupid in there not <laughs> to lead with any other game no. on its first actual Saturday of Big Ten football. Yeah. I, a lot of guys are, I'm happy, you know, not only for the players, I'm actually f- happy for a lot of my colleagues, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're not working right now. And, and these guys get paid by events, a lot yeah. of them, right? Yeah. So you know this. And, and, so I'm I'm happy for them because at least they're going to get uh, some type of income coming in. So it's uh it's really important, and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, people don't think it's important. I I get it's not the most important thing in the world, but it's important to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it, it generates a lot of income for a lot of people. So we all should be excited about it. And uh, one step, if you are a football fan, you don't have to be a foot. Uh, you don't. It, I'm only saying this and keeping things in perspective, but if you are a football fan, it's one step closer to getting back to normal. It's not normal uh, for the Vikings and Titans this week, even in the adjusted world of, uh, you know, repeated COVID tests and all the safety protocols. The Titans facility is shut down through Saturday. What's the what's the situation with the Vikings? Are they allowed to go to their facility? So- let me give you, I think, the background of what happened. A, yeah. pra- a practice squad player for Tennessee, Tennessee got uh, COVID. Tested before they left for Minnesota on mm-hmm. Friday or uh, Saturday. Saturday, probably. Yeah, he tested that day, so he was kept back. Right. And I think what happened was one of the coaches that coached that player, he gave it to that coach. And that coach had a meeting, and in that meeting it was a confined area and didn't have a mask on, okay? so All, all those guys tested negative. All, all of them tested negative. All the Titans tested negative on Saturday before right. the game in Minnesota. They do not test on Sunday. It's the only day they don't get tested. The reason they don't get tested on Sunday is because the test that is most accurate is the swab up the nose, mm-hmm. which does not give you a rapid result. Mm-hmm. The rapid result test... I is not thought to be fail safe. It's more of a con- confirmation. Test. I wouldn't say. I read that this morning. Okay. Well, well I mean, I, I don't know if accurate. I think the one that is most sensitive. The, what the NFL's view of these two types of tests: right. the swab up the nose, they view as more accurate. Mm-hmm. The saliva test or the other rapid test, they view as a way to confirm the first so, test. So that's why they don't test okay. on Sunday. I, I'm just telling you, I get a rapid test with a swab up the nose every single week. Okay. So I, 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 but I know what you're reading, and I get all that. So, so I talked to Rick yesterday. They, they, every nobody's tested positive as of yesterday. They sent everybody home. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything virtually, and as hopefully they'll be back. There's a chance that they'll be back to practice uh, this afternoon or possibly. Tomorrow, but as far as I know, I think everybody, I know Mike Tomlin was quoted as saying that everybody prepare like you're going to play a game you know, on Steelers Monday. play at the Titans. Yep. The Vikings play at the Texans. Right. And so they all flew home. The Titans all flew home from their one-point win over the Vikings. And then eight more of them tested positive when in the when they got to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Three players, five coaches. No one from Minnesota's tested positive yet. As of yet, yes. Yeah. 
that I know of or that I've heard of. I don't know. Have you heard of anybody? Not, not as, as of this morning. And so they're they're taking all the precautions, but I don't know what the contingency plan is. Um, I'm sure the NFL has a contingency plan. On if you miss a game, what do you do? They do have for this one the they may move the Steelers Titans game back to Monday. The uh, Vikings at Texans. Yeah, Vikings at Texans. They have a some kind of bye week thing. They can work around. Move. They'd have to move one game, change somebody's bye yeah. week, but they could do that. So, and I think the league will be very cooperative because there's got to be contingency plans moving forward. Because I, I think we we're all naive if we didn't think something like this. Sure. Look at college. I mean, Houston possible. hadn't played a game yet. And, and, yeah, and we all knew this coming into it, though. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I just don't want to hear. See, I told you so. You can't play. And, um, you know, my other. Uh, you know, we've had another COVID issue in in my family, and oh, wow. it's just, um, you know, my one of my stepdaughters at school, and um, you just deal with it, you know, and for hopefully and and prayerfully, you you hope that nobody is has uh, awful symptoms and that they recover from it okay, and and just kind of keep moving forward, you know, because of this COVID test, you don't shut everything down oh. because of a COVID test, you just keep. Moving forward, you keep taking the precautions uh, necessary. And, and like I've been telling you, I mean, every week I go in and get that brain biopsy, and it's then they give me my result, and it tells me whether I can go to work or not. So the brain biopsy is Spiel's way of saying they stick that swab uh, way up your nose, way yeah, up. It's it's brutal. Man. Uh, we move on with our COVID nineteen giveaways. Friday we'll draw four more names, give away four more checks for two hundred and fifty dollars COVID nineteen relief. Uh, we have a nomination this week for someone from OSU who was furloughed in the uh, athletic department furloughs, which I love that. Um, Trooper you Randy. You love that they're furloughed? No, I love that we're getting nominations. <laughs> no, yeah. Thanks to Trooper Randy, who nominated uh, someone. And uh, we just really appreciate that. Uh, Chris doing a great job following his heart on a call to give away a total of $40,000. So we're well on our way to doing that. Get your nominations in Spielman Hooley podcast at gmail.com Spielman Hooley podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Wyatt Davis and Sean Wade have been cleared now through all their agent dealings and yeah. hurdles and whatever. So they're fine to play for Ohio state. Unfortunately, I think this stinks. Jake Garcia is a quarterback from California. High school quarterback has um, committed to USC. No football in the state of California. They're shutting her down. Still shut down. Chris was out there for the season opener and talked about how, you know, shut down everything. It's just different. So Jake Garcia wants to stay sharp, wants to play high school football. State of Georgia has a completely different view of COVID safety than California. Georgia's playing football. Georgia plays good high school football. Jake Garcia's family has the means to move to Georgia so that he can play high school football. Georgia High School Athletic Association, much like Ohio State, uh, the Ohio High School Athletic Association, doesn't want kids transferring willy-nilly, building super teams, so they build in these precautions against that happening, and they require a family to make uh, what they call a legitimate move into a school district for a kid to play high school football. Now, I would deem Jake Garcia's mom and dad going to court and legally separating, and then the father moving to Georgia with his son as a legitimate move. He's moving 2,500 miles. Yes. And legally separating so that, you know. You're within the rules. You're within the rules. So Jake Garcia plays the season opener for Valdosta High, throws for 400 yards, whatever. The Georgia High School Athletic Association then declares him ineligible because they say the move was not legitimate. It's a joke. And he's now ineligible to play high school football in Georgia. That is a lousy decision. Here's, I mean, it's it's very unique times and unique situations. Yeah. So you have to approach every decision with some type of common sense. I mean, to take an opportunity away from a kid when you know that he does not have an opportunity because of things out of his control, uh, because of a governmental decision yeah. made in California, 
So he, he makes a sacrifice. His parents make this huge sacrifice and must not be a lot of Valdosta fans on the Georgia High School <laughs> Athletic not. Association. Apparently not. I just, I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, why, it's supposed to be about the players. Why, why, why are we punishing uh, this? I'm not saying in, in the, I get it in, if it was a normal year, I understand. But we're talking about a very unique situation where somebody's looking for an opportunity to play and you just take that away from them. I just don't get that. I mean, I don't like in good conscience, how do you do that? I don't know how somebody does that or how somebody makes that decision. It's I think it's an easier decision to say no than it is to defend saying yes. And so you just apply it in a blanket way. You don't look at the circumstances. You don't look at the individual kids, what's best for the individual kid, and you make a move. So I think that's a horrible decision, and I hope that he wins on appeal. Uh, there is no appeal for uh, my Cleveland Indians. Your New York Yankees took them to the woodshed last night. Of course. 12-3. to three. Uh, Shane Bieber, who had not given up any first-inning no runs relation. all year. Well, he pitched like he was... Justin? The twin brother of Justin Bieber <laughs> last night. Um, he gave, he grooves like two fastballs in the first four pitches. Base hit, home run. And I thought right there, well, that game's over. Now I can watch Are the, we in the playoffs yet? The, yes, that was the first oh, playoff okay. game. You're being a big baseball fan. <laughs> I know today, starting at noon with the Reds and the Braves, you'll be sitting in front of your television. Are the Reds in the playoffs? The Reds are in. They're the seventh seed in the National League. They won 11 of their last 13. <laughs> Breaking news here on the podcast. They're yeah. in? Both Trevor, Ohio the immortal Trevor Bauer, your your favorite, is pitching for the Reds today against the Braves. It's well, the first in- of eight games today, Spiels. You can sit and watch eight baseball games today. Well, since this is a uh, faith-based prog- <laughs> podcast... What are you trying to describe? My personal hell, Your personal purgatory. <laughs> yes, purgatory. Yes, Spiels, that would be purgatory. Would have to Cleansing of my sins. We have to pray him out of there. Get him out of there. <laughs> oh, hilarious! Yes. So the uh, Yankees uh, tonight against the Indians uh, can end their tribe's misery. Is it two out of three. Two out of three for this first round. Yes. All right. Good. Two out of three. Let's go Yanks. Your man Tanaka will probably uh, end the misery tonight. Okay, a good, good Italian kid, right? Good Tanaka. Italian kid, Tanaka. Yes, exactly. Uh, a reminder that uh, Jake Garcia could use the services of Willis Spangler Starling, our law firm of choice. Uh, Stan would get him eligible, I bet. Stan's uh, really a good man, has done a lot of good things for me, uh, helped me in an endeavor I'm going to tell you about here after I finish telling you about Willis Spangler Starling. WillisAttorneys.com is the website expertise across the spectrum, all the things you might run into, personal injury, first of all, uh, workers' compensation, wills, estate planning. Those are the three biggies right there, and they do that and many, many more things. Great expertise, great attorneys, utmost integrity, character, and expertise at Willis Spangler Starling, willisattorneys.com. All right, I got a new gig. I don't have enough gigs. I got another gig. Congratulations, man. I'm excited, and I'm going to give you some career advice. I'm excited to announce that starting... This coming Monday, October the 5th, I will be hosting a 5 to 7 p.m. talk show uh, on a station I've listened to for a long time and with a an organization that I felt for a long time would fit me perfectly. And I just told the Lord in my prayers, you know, if that ever would work out, I'd be excited about it. Salem Media um, and the station locally is WTOH 98.9 FM the answer. Uh, it's a conservative news talk station. Uh, I have the freedom to do whatever I want to do. Whatever people are talking about is what I'll be talking about. I used to say somewhat uh, jokingly at the zone that I was in the interesting business. Whatever's interesting is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And if it's news, if it's talk, if it's politics, if it's culture, if it's sports, I'll be talking about it. I'll be hosting solo with uh, a very, very competent producer named Aaron. And I'm looking forward to doing it, 5 to 7 p.m. in drive time. So when you get out of work, I hope you'll dial us in, 98.9 FM, The Answer. And you can listen to it anywhere on the iHeartRadio app or 98.9 The Answer has its own app as well. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited for you. We've talked about this, and I've known about this because Bruce and I share a lot of uh, personal information with each other. And I was, I was very excited about it because it – something that challenges you. I like the fact that it's out of sports. It could be sports, but it's not the main driver. 
And I think it's a chance for you to grow, uh, grow as a, a professional broadcaster, a professional in the media. And I think it's a chance for you to grow as a person. And we're all looking for those opportunities. I know that I am. And I think you're absolutely ready for this to make it out, take that next step out of sports. And my only thing to you is, and, you know, everybody knows where we stand as far as philosophy. I mean, it's a conservative radio station. I'm a conservative person. You're a conservative person. But I think what we've done and what you've done over the last year especially uh, is that you have learned how to engage people that may have a different philosophy or belief in you. That doesn't mean you compromise what you believe. It doesn't mean you compromise your standards. But I think with this type of platform and how strong you are in your beliefs, you have the opportunity to set an example of what it means to talk with other people instead of talking over them. Talk to them with respect uh, and, and talk to them in a way that you're actually listening. Now, that doesn't, uh, and again, I I don't think that um, anybody's going to change your views or anything, but it gives you a chance to at least understand where that somebody is coming from. Because remember, my experiences are not your experiences in life. Right. And your experiences are not your listeners' experiences <clears throat> in life. Now, some of them may cross over, certainly, but there might be different situations that we have to deal with. And so with you and an influential person in the media outside of sports, which I'm really excited about for you, I just think it's a wonderful opportunity for you to have a platform and for the others that you have on your show to have a platform. And I encourage and challenge you to get people with a different view on your show, to have a dialogue and a discussion and to force critical thinking on me and your other listeners. Uh, and I'm really excited for you because this is a, it's a great opportunity. And I think it's uh, if people would do well uh, to listen to you because the Bruce Hooley of 20 years ago is not the Bruce Hooley of today. Yeah, the Bruce Hooley of 20 months ago is not the Bruce Hooley <laughs> of today. Uh, <laughs> 20 that's days. definitely true. Because, you know, uh, First of all, there's some similarities to every talk show I've ever done. I'm going to be, uh, hopefully, exceedingly well-prepared, do my research. Well, we know that, except uh, for the podcast. Except for the podcast, because that's when I really let everything go. That's when you back it that's in. right, exactly. <laughs> they say you got to really be, uh, you know, you got to let it go to live a free life. So here on the podcast, I just, let my, when you let, have a I just let my prep go and let myself go. <laughs> that's what I do, and let spiels carry everything. Well, and yeah, including paying for me to be on here. Yes. Paying for my new garage door, too, which I appreciate very much. We'll be looking sharp next week. Uh, uh, but, you know, then there'll be some things, and I would say most things, that'll be completely different from how I've done talk shows before. It won't be primarily sports. But two things you've said to me over the years, one thing you've said for a long time that I thought I understood it when you first said it, but I really didn't understand it until these past 18 months as I've grown a grown to a point where I've invested in the Bible and uh, my faith and journaling and praying, you used to say and still say, know what you believe and know why you right. believe it. And I now am um, much more able to articulate in a even-handed way. Yes, that's the what, key. Not only what I believe, but why I believe it. And I'm much more willing to listen to other people tell me what they believe and why they believe it and patiently listen to it but uh, and, then, and then engage on it. The other thing that you said, and you just mentioned it, was talk to people, don't talk over people. I've been very guilty in my career of talking over people way too often. And my goal going into this is that I won't be that person. I know myself well enough to know because my, you know, my inclination, my sinful nature is to be, um, to stray from that. So I'll make mistakes in that regard. I hope I don't, but I'm realistic. I'll ask for forgiveness when I do, and I'll be open to other people telling me when I screw up when I do, as I hope I am with you. So I do hope that it becomes a destination for people in the afternoon to have their thinking 
enlarged, challenged, and to have mine enlarged and yeah. challenged. And I do look forward to talking to a lot of people who don't think like I do in the hopes that we can agree on what we agree on and and agree to disagree on the things that we don't agree on. Well, that's, I I think that's, I think these 18 months, uh, God has prepared you for this type of platform. And in the atmosphere that we're living in today, there's there's a chance for you to be an example of again not compromising your standards mm-hmm. but actually listening and talking and I love the fact that what you say our country has always been about okay we're not going to agree on everything mm-hmm. but let's look at the things that we can agree on come together and make it the best we can make it and so it's just, it's just a wonderful opportunity the more I thought about this um when you actually first told me this I wasn't surprised that this happened. I was not surprised at all because I've always felt that something like this was in your future. I really did. I don't know why. I just thought it was because you're very articulate. You're very bright. And I think that God over these last 18, is that how long we've been gone from the zone? Yeah, last yeah eight, early February 2019. These last 18 months, yeah. you have been refined. And so, and now you're ready to go back into that, to that world. The other thing I want to encourage you, and I want to encourage everybody, is to, and my wife and I were talking about this yesterday, to have an accountability to what you say and how you say it and to who you say it to. And to have an accountability to what the product is that you're putting out on the air. It, it's interesting because we just, we've been dealing with certain I don't even know. I don't want, I don't, certain businesses, mm-hmm. certain services. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like there's no accountability for the product that's provided. And it's very frustrating. And um, the perfect example it's, it's a small thing. Okay. This is a very small thing. But there's a company that does my charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for your right for for broadcast. I don't want to waste time filling and tracing in boxes and names. So Fox is kind enough to pay this person to do these charts. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they they'll put in just last game stats and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I want you to tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, on this. So I get the charts yesterday for Carolina and Arizona, and I'm looking over them, and I'm looking at some of the numbers of statistics of players, and they're not even close. Ooh. And I, I don't know why I started looking at it. I think I, I looked at one because I was watching film yesterday, and I was making a note by a player, and I glanced at his numbers, and I said, that's ridiculous. Then I started looking at the other players, and I said, that's ridiculous. So I called a guy who's a very good man. The guy who prepares the Yeah, and and he he does his job. I mean, he he does a good job. And I said, hey, here's some mistakes. Okay, we've been doing this for a while. I said, now, do I have to? Is this a fair question? Can I trust you or... And I didn't say it in a bad way. Or do I have to start proofreading before I ever do anything with these charts? (laughs) Now, if I wasn't paying for them, yes. If I'm paying for a service, is it wrong? I I mean, this is a really serious question. No, it's not wrong. Is it wrong for me to demand that? Why don't you double check them? Yeah. No, it's not wrong because you you know how this is going to work. You're going to give the information that you're given, assuming it's correct. And then the blame for it being incorrect is going to fall on you. Right. And and so and I get the well mistakes happen. I I get mistake I I get mistakes happen. I said I get mistakes happen, but they don't happen every week, you know. And I said you have people. I said I'm asking you to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. to the product that I'm paying for. Yeah. And and that's I mean I demand that of myself. I demand that for whatever company I work with, whether it's a CBD, mm-hmm. whether it's it's a, a Mazda with Willis Spangler, Starling, mm-hmm. and Reed. AUI. AUI. 
Hemisphere. Hemisphere coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But I mean, I try to hold my, hold like with for Hemisphere coffee. I don't like Java the, Blues. Java Blues. I don't. I mean, I don't like it, and I, I'm not going to lie to Hemisphere coffee. Oh. You know, and nope. I'm just saying, don't give me that or or whatever. But you it, like a lot of other coffee. I I, well, I drink every other one. Yeah. So I guess, and I felt bad, but then there's another thing that happened with something that involved both my wife and I in a, in a purchases, and it, and it's like there's excuse after excuse after excuse. I hate excuses. Yeah. I just want accountability. Yeah, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. You're right. I made that mistake. I'm sorry. I'm going to fix it. Forgive me. I won't do it. You know, I pledge not to do it again. Because I do that. I mean, I hold myself accountable. When I screw up, I'm very apologetic. Like, even, I mean, we joke about it. But even, like, when uh, I ran through your garage door, I I was so upset about that. You were. More than you needed to. But I wanted to fix it right. I don't. My thing is, I'm not very patient. I want to fix it right away. All right. When's a guy coming out? How much do I owe you? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I want you to do is have accountability for the product that you put out. And I think it would be refreshing. Like when you, one thing about me, and a a player taught me this lesson, a a teammate of mine. And uh, his name was Mark Spindler, Mm -hmm. defensive lineman from Pittsburgh. And Mark would come into the huddle, and he would say this. And I'm going to use a couple quotes here. He would say, I destroyed that guy. He had no chance. Or he would say, that guy kicked my ass all over the field. He was honest. Yeah. He was so honest. Yeah. Like, when he did well, he let everybody know he did well. Yeah. And when he got killed, he was the first one to say, that guy kicked my ass, <laughs> which was yeah. it was great. You know, yeah. there was no excuse, no nothing. It was yep. awesome. Yep. So I'm encouraging every up there, no excuses, just no. be accountable. Yeah. Well, I intend to be, and I, uh, I pledge to um, surround myself with prayer from friends like you and uh, to pray before each show that I won't do anything to uh, betray the faith that I uses my prism to look at everything right. through and hopefully that'll put me in the right mindset and hopefully i'll be able to do it um so i'm looking forward to it very very much Don't i'm you, very very yeah. grateful of the opportunity from 98.9 fm you know the i think about people that are really good at that and a lot of them are church leaders and the, whatever the denomination may be any church leader that i've talked to and had serious conversations with when I'm talking to them, they sit there and listen intently. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, I mean, they give you the time and the attention and a critical thought that is deserving of somebody that you're talking to. And just without, comp- I mean, they don't have to compromise. I mean, for example, I mean, if you have a, um, you and I are, are both very pro-life. We, there's no, but if you if you maybe you talk to um, uh, somebody that was uh, raped or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and and I'm not saying you agree with the abortion, but you can sit there and listen with compassion for what that person has gone through and the devastating choices and decisions that they have to make, and try to have a, a comprehension and understanding of a. It doesn't mean we ever compromise on it but we have love and compassion and give a reason for the hope that you have. <laughs> yeah. I, I will not, uh, this will not be a show where every show, uh, makes a direct reference to scripture, but it'll be a show where I certainly can do that if I want to. And, sure. uh, I have great freedom and I'm excited. Uh, I'm, man. Uh, I'm more excited than you are. <laughs> no, you're not. Trust me on that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you're excited because I'm very excited. So I hope you'll all uh, give the show a chance. 98.9 FM, The Answer, Monday, starting at 5 p.m. I'll be following uh, Seb Gorka. The, uh, Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian yes. Gorka, who will be on from 3 to 5. The Charlie Kirk Show. Wow. New, new to, fi- uh, new to uh, The really Answer. Big leaguers, at man. noon. And uh, Dennis Prager. Yeah. Wow. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to working for a company that uh, I share their values and I share their vision. So yep. good. very excited about that. Um, 
Time for me to get back to work on Monday. Time for you to open enroll in a new health care plan if you're not happy with the one that you have, or maybe you should enlarge your thinking about what you have and what you're paying for and what you're getting and whether it suits your family now because your family situation evolves. You know, when our kids were younger, pediatric care mattered a lot. Now, not nearly as much, or certainly we're looking at different doctors now for the kids. So maybe you're in that situation. Chrissy and AUIinfo.com. They're the experts on what plans offer, what doctors, what hospitals, what coverage, what specialties. AUIinfo.com. And we're pleased to hear that AUI is getting calls and inquiries from you off our referrals from the podcast because, trust me, they are great people. They have your best interest at heart. It does not cost you a dime because... The cost of a healthcare consultant is baked into the cake, whether you get it from healthcare.gov or whether you get it from a big company like Aetna or someone else. You're already paying for that consultation and expertise because they know they have to have those people on staff. Why not let an independent person who doesn't have allegiance to any one plan give you the straight scoop, the straight information? That's auiinfo.com, auiinfo.com. Hey, did you tell your overlords at 98.9 the answer that if I'm a guest on your show, it's going to be a really big show, bigger than just you. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, here is today's <laughs> reference from UTZ1503. He says, I usually listen via the podcast, but the show is much bigger watching as he can see you. <laughs> there you go. And uh, here is uh, Kevin who says, good luck, Bruce. Will you have big-time guests like Chris on your new show? I don't know, Kevin. I don't know if I can afford him. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm paying to be on this show. Oh, you're working off your damages I, my, here. My, my, yeah, I'm like the guy that, that dashed and died and got caught. Now I got to go wash dishes every so day. So when this opportunity was coming up, I said, hey, I'm really looking forward to having you on the show. And you're like, <laughs> and you know i got this deal and that deal and the other deal and i'm like what so i don't know the answer to this kevin if i'm gonna have to pull audio from the podcast and sneak him into the yeah, show i or mean i'll do it if you'll come on you know periodically all i know is that i'm coming out here and i'm what do you do all you do is what uh, give that's all that's, I so just keep on give 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 Give, give me your time at 6.30 in the morning. So, give me your time at 6.30 at night. Yeah. Every 12 hours, I got to talk to you. Here's the deal, though. I, I cursed you this, this morning. As I'm uh, uh oh what's, that, what's the road I turn on? To come down left? here? I turn on the left by the church. Uh, that is uh, Rings Road. Okay, I turn left on Rings, and all of a sudden, my engine light goes on. Oh, no. And I curse you because it, this wouldn't go on if I wasn't making a 20-mile oh, drive yeah, every you're morning. Making a, you're coming out here. You need a Sherpa to come out here. I <laughs> so, appreciate it. Uh, right. I'm not sure what uh, this next comment is referring to. Uh, TickTap98 says, I'm envisioning Chris's next book right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well, get on here and message me and tell me what yeah, it's about, tell, tell because I, I would about. like to envision it also sure. with you. Absolutely. And Madeline says hello this morning. So hello, we Madeline. appreciate that, Madeline, very, very much. We hope all of our fans out there will remember that Hemisphere Coffee Roasters is the official coffee of the Spielman Hooley podcast. Are you about low? I was thinking this morning when you came out, maybe you're no. low on Hunter's Blend, no, but they, your traveling has uh, helped you kind of space mean, it I, I want to give credit to Hemisphere because the pre, uh, the fragile peace treaty in the Spielman household. Oh, it's tenuous, man. <laughs> it's, it's holding, though, because yeah, of the box of Hunter's Blend. Okay, good. It's just so uh, there's hope out there for you others that are going through the evil civil war of coffee yeah. in your mornings. The evil <laughs> coffee civil war. Hemisphere will give you 15% off when you order uh, with the promo code we tackle life in all caps my brother-in-law bill yeah at orthopedic one uh -huh. best back guy around takes yes, care sir. of me uh he ordered hemisphere he Good. did not use that uh, what come on bill and then i also told him that he doesn't just could say like ground coffee in yeah. their house so sue and bill and you know sue mm -hmm. Steph's sister mm -hmm. that so they like ground coffee and i told him that hemisphere will also deliver the ground coffee not just the k-cups i'm yes. a k-cup guy but. oh yeah they'll do light medium dark roast they'll grind it they'll send you the beans if you want to grind it because yeah. i guess a lot of people are coffee connoisseurs they grind their own beans my brother-in-law does that because i guess it's fresher and supposedly better but yeah hemispherecoffeeroasters.com all right uh our conversation about my new job at 98.9 the answer and uh, your conversation about expectations and what is fair to hold people accountable for and holding yourself accountable for, I think, ushers us into the faith portion of the podcast. Um, this has been a long journey for me, and I think um, 
hopefully instructive that um, while you may not have been without a job or something over the last 18 months, you, you may have a situation in your life that you've been wondering why God doesn't address it. Or he doesn't yeah, been there, yes. Or he doesn't address it in the way that you want him to address it. Uh, there have been many times that I have prayed over the past eighteen months. Look, you know, Lord, I I want to learn what it is you have you want me to learn. I recognize there's something you want me to learn that I need to learn. Um and then when the time is right, I want to be ready. So what I prayed for consistently over the last eighteen months was a big idea or an idea or a new way to serve him. I prayed for the hunger to pursue it once it approached, that I mm. didn't want to just, you know, kind of stroll into it or lackadaisically uh, agree to it. I wanted to hunger to pursue it. I wanted to uh, have the acumen to accomplish it. I need to pray for new acumen. I'm very comfortable doing a sports broadcast uh this will be new for me doing like news politics culture all those things it's exciting though it's very exciting i'm very great challenging and then finally and most importantly i wanted to have the humility to give him all the glory for enabling me to do those first three things and accomplish it so that's remains my prayer as i go forward in this opportunity is that i'll Pursue it with hunger and energy and a great acumen, but also with uh, humility to understand that it's not me doing it. I want to do it for his glory. You need a, a signature uh, thanks to God to start the show and a signature thanks to God to end the show, whatever that is. It's a great idea. Quick. Yeah, well, a great that's idea. what I, I'll get. That's what you do. Give, give, give. Yeah. Yes. Well, please yeah. write it down yeah, so you don't I forget. Will. I'm going to write it down right here. <laughs> Good fake writing. I love it. No, I got it right here. <laughs> Start and finish with thanks. Yeah. So there you go. And, um, you know, this this period of time, one of the things that God's laid on my heart through this time, you know, if I'm moving into a realm that will include politics, include culture, include news, it's a scary time in our country. The debate last night was, um, I don't think, productive uh, beyond rooting in people wherever they already started. Yeah. Um, and I just um, don't want to add to that rancor. I want to try to find what I think has made our country great over the years is that we had some shared values or at least a shared respect. It's a great first show topic for other people's values i'm, I'm your program director. thank you <laughs> um and Just, so you know my goal is to um do two things is to advance unity not unanimity we're not all going to agree i'm passionately pro-life and it's very apparent from my twitter that other people are never going to be pro-life because their prism that they look through life uh, with is totally different than mine. My prism, I cannot envision it ever changing. I hope there's changes, but I don't think I'll change it because I think only God can change it. But I want to remember our scripture that we talk about a lot, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, uh, be uh, men of courage, be strong, do everything in love, which I think conveys the verb to me, stand. I plan to stand for truth, things I believe to be true, and I will just stand on those. I don't have to crusade. I don't have to advance. I don't have to you know, mm. wage war, but I do have to stand. I'm called to stand. Ephesians 6.10 says we're called to stand for truth. And so that's what I actually thought about calling the show instead of the Bruce Hooley show. I thought about calling it stand for truth. I love it. So we'll see if that's uh, something that happens later on. But those are the things on my mind as I get ready for this new opportunity on uh, Monday. Uh, well, a couple things. I have prayed for you a lot. I don't know if you know this yes, or not. Yes, I do. I've, I've and known that. And just that your opportunities or whatever opportunities or peace, whatever, however form peace would come for a long time, ever since we got the news mm -hmm. At the zone that we were no longer wanted. <laughs> I 
I don't know how else Couldn't to put afford it. us. We weren't making <laughs> yeah, enough money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were making money, just not enough money. Not enough. Um, Needed more of us, they said. So I, I think it was, uh, oh, it's so cool to, to see this happen. And I also want to bring it back. And, and I was actually doing my miles this morning. And by the way. How are we doing on the 6,000-mile challenge? Um, 5K yet? 5,630. Wow. So have I have 370 by, miles to go, and I'll never do it again. the middle of next month. I'll never do it again because yeah. yeah. it's just it's, it's kind of taking a little bit of a toll where my wife asked me, you've lost six toenails, and you've had to have two PRP shots in your hip. For what? I said because I set a goal of six thousand miles. That's right, because that's the code. Yes, <laughs> and here's here's uh, our friend telling us what the co- topic of your book is: accountability. Oh, <laughs> there's a there you go. You're accountable to your goal. I'm accountable to myself. Yeah, I you know. Are. Absolutely. Um, I I like that actually because it's hard to be accountable. It really is. I'm not accountable all the time, and I'm really working on it. And oh, uh, you aware. pretty much are. You're you're. Try to be. I, yeah. I there's there's times where I haven't been, and I I mean there's there's always the constant trying to strive to mm-hmm. get to where we want to be or where we want where we think or where we know God would like us and, and said don't I'm not going to be hey you do you I'm going to you do Jesus yeah. and that, that's kind of what I'm trying to get to and along those regards so as I was doing that this morning I was thinking about this. In the time of uncertainty, in the time of COVID, in the time of a presidential election, in the time of just unknowing, I want to encourage all the husbands and fathers out there that you've got to be a rock for your families. You have to be. You have to be a rock for your wife. You have to be a rock for your children. And you have to be balanced. You have to stay balanced. You have to stay balanced during um, difficult times. And they look to you. I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. I'm just telling you, they'll look to you. And I just encourage you to stay balanced spiritually, physically, and mentally. And you don't have to do 6,000 miles. If your physical thing is to get out and walk a mile and get moving today or just start a light exercise program or just to eat a little bit healthy, mm-hmm. I care about that. I care about you doing that. Mentally, just be aware of what's going on in your world and and, and what's happening and, and challenge yourself mentally. I try to challenge myself mentally all the time. My mental stimulation comes from me preparing for football games because I get to think and I get to say, what would I do and how would I do it? And where can I see something that nobody else sees? That's the challenge that I have mentally. Then spiritually, just keep growing and keep seeking and keep striving and stay that balanced. And my brother talked to me and I had to thank him yesterday because there was complete chaos going on mm-hmm. and when i was talking to him yesterday we i have this plan this plan and it was completely calm he wasn't freaking out this is what we're doing this is the plan this is how we're going to move forward you know then they're in the midst of no one three start which you yeah. know who cares about football well the guys that are invested in a billion dollar business care about football Absolutely. and there's constant criticism and heat and bad thoughts going their way and he just stays just like straight across the board Never up, never down, have a plan, execute the plan. So, and, and mothers too, I, I'm, I'm just talking just from you and I and our perspective yeah. of where we stand in life. We're, you're a husband and a father. I'm a husband and a father. I know that we have other husbands and fathers out there. So be that leader in your household. And by being, being that leader, let your family see you humble yourself before God on a daily basis, and you Amen. will lead. I think that's so great. I mean, I know uh, Audrey Macy, Maddie, Noah, uh, we're watching you closely uh, during Steph's um, battle, and I know that you radiated strength, and I know they saw you seeking strength 
Um, I've tried over these last 18 months to never panic because I just, if the kids, you know, the kids understood our lives changed economically and they understood the differences and I understood why they were anxious about some things. And I always said, God's got it. It'll work out. Don't worry. It'll happen. And they'd periodically in the morning come and find me down here and they knew what I did in the mornings. And I do think it's extremely important for, um, you know, you to show that example to your kids, uh, where your strength comes from, that you're willing to, um, humble yourself and seek, you know, a, a greater so, direction. Yeah. So the verse, and I think it's, it's a, and I'm going to, I hate paraphrasing verses, but I know it, there's a, there's a song by, um, oh, what's the name of that band? Uh, I don't know if it's Jeremy, Jeremy Camp or whatever, but I lift my eyes to, to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Yep. And, uh, I think that's in, in, it's in Psalms. Psalms. Yeah. I lift my eyes. Where does, yeah. Um, so I just encourage all husbands and fathers to lift your eyes to the hills and where does your help come from? Your help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And what that was in response to was, I, I believe during Passover, pilgrims or whatever were coming from all over and they, and they saw Jerusalem on a hill or whatever and they would look up. So just uh, lift your eyes up. That's where your help will come from. Amen. I promise you. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today, Friday. We'll be reading those nominations that you'll hopefully send today, Podcast at gmail.com, to help people with COVID-19 issues. So uh, we look forward to that. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll talk to you again on Friday. 